What's up, beautiful people? I'm Nathaniel Pearl. And I'm Sam Sheva. And welcome to Curious Chimps Podcast, a show where we explore the infinite complexities of the human experience. We do not endorse anything illegal. So please, consult the doctors, do your research, and for the love of all that is holy, be safe. All right, let's talk about drugs. Curious, curious, curious chimps. What's up, brother? Welcome back to the studio. Curious Chimps was filmed before a live studio or audience. We were just in some hyperspace zone for a while and we were Yeah, don't ask. Doing our own thing. We've we gave up we spat in the face of the algorithm. You guys don't realize or don't even know, but I have a, like a spa set up here. There's like a sauna and an ice bath in the studio. They probably know by now. I have no idea. Then again, I mean, like, uh, like yeah. to all the Caleb's who are still following us, and thank you. But uh, anyone else, Comer, if you're listening, I love you. I, he, he catches us sometimes. So, um, but yeah, we have literally. I mean, you have. I'm saying we saw you, but there's a fucking sauna behind, right behind the shot. Yeah, and there's a there's a it's full <laughs> and it's cold right now. These what are they called? You know, everyone has the same one, like these tiny foldable tubs, and you fill it with the cold. Water and the ice and yeah, it's just like a inflatable ice bath. Collapsible inflatable. Is it inflatable? You have to well, put the air? rim is inflatable. Um, and I think the base. No, the, just the rim is inflatable and the and the cover. That's a smart way to give it some structural integrity without yeah. it having to be like a plastic tube or something. The only issue is that if it punctures or if there's a hole or something, this fucking water is gonna pour all over the place, and that's a lot of water in an undisclosed location. Yeah, <laughs> that may or may not be a living quarters. I hope you have insurance. <laughs> I, I do have insurance, but I don't know if they'll cover that. What the fuck's the point of insurance? Well, this is... I don't think insurance is supposed to cover people having inflatable ice baths <laughs> in their apartments. But it's not negligence. Why not? Because the thing failed. Yeah. You true. were careful. <laughs> <laughs> what, you know what you should do? You should call them and and ask them. And if they say no, you say, okay, I'll put a bucket under it. And then if they still say no... <laughs> or just... I just play the role and never tell anyone and hope for the best. And just find a pipe nearby (laughs) (laughs) that's burstable, that looks like it's ready to burst. Yeah, I think I'm in the clear. I mean, how would that thing get punctured? Honestly, it's got a lot of layers. Yeah. It's like pretty well done. I think it's good. It's like if I didn't cut my toenails for like six months, (laughs) just (laughs) clawed my way in. (laughs) And then it starts leaking into the other layer. And then what do you do? How do you drain it? You're panicking now. That's my one concern is that the thing is like, how many gallons do you think's in there? It's probably like a hundred gallons. I don't know how to eyeball gallons. I gotta be honest <laughs> I have with no you. No idea there. Give me a gallon. Like, give me a what's a, a gallon? Gallon's like four liters. That actually helped. I know that sounded. <laughs> that actually helped me a yeah. lot because a liter's like a bag of milk. Yeah, well, we're Canadian. We don't. We're Canadian. We, don't we got gallons, but we got milk bags, and that's a good. So, that's a liter, I think. So yeah, there's four milk bags. Is one liter. Uh, no, one sorry. gallon. One gallon. Yeah. So. So the stack, bro, there's a there's you can a stack <laughs> in like thirty milk bags. In there's there. a. There's about 30 milk bags in that fucking <laughs> thing, man. I got to be honest with you. But it's incredible. Like, So my new re- regiment is every morning, first thing I do, I wake up, I'll drink some water, hydrate, and then I'll go into the cold plunge and do... Oh yeah, let me grab this thing. Yeah, and do about four minutes. This fucking blue laid. And I got that from Huberman. I don't know if you've been listening to Huberman's podcast. Uh, sorry, I'm just mixing the... Have you been I love him actually because yeah. he, um, him and whoever the fuck cares to do it is like monetizing the shit out of his like his shorts, yeah. his t- TikTok, YouTube shorts, like that amount, like that quality of his information is amazing, and it's by accident because he's just his podcast is so good, and if you listen to it, mm. you'll get two to four hours of deep information, really good advice, and he's got a fun little personality he'll throw in, but lightly because it's very scientific. Yeah. And yeah, man. I mean, I love his. I love it. Uh, I, I have learned so much little shit like that. So he was saying that the cold plunge in the morning, first thing is like when you wake up, it's supposed to re- like act, restart, or activate the circadian rhythm so it's back on cycle. And it's just like a intense wake up call. And I think that's what kickstarts the circadian <sighs> rhythm back into its natural way. And then also the dopamine effects. Apparently, it's like it's like um, the serotonin and dopamine rush. Like for drugs, is like you take it and your serotonin boosts, and then there's a collapse, right? 
but with with the serotonin ice bath, serotonin is a weird one. I don't understand. Yeah, but the, I know what he was saying. Like, like cigarettes, like yeah. your dopamine will up and down within ten minutes, yeah. and it'll be high. Yeah. And when you when you tap high, you're gonna tap low. Is what he's always saying. You're even creating new lows for yourself, like new potential lows. Yeah, exactly. But with this, it just shoots up, but it doesn't come back down. It's just like you're at this steady up pace the whole it, day. It doesn't go back down, and it stays up all day. Or yeah. it stays up for, I think, the the peak lasts, like, I think he said, like, two hours or something. Go watch it. We're not going to podcast about a podcast. Yeah, but it, it's <laughs> more about why I'm doing it. It's just that boost you get in the morning, it feels like I just drank a coffee. I love what you say. Yeah, it yeah. exactly does. Yeah. I, lo- I, I used to replace my coffee with uh, cold showers and i really gave up the cold showers and went back to coffee because i need something to wake me up and it's not it's about sleep quality and i have a bit of insomnia and stuff like that and i have a hard time getting to sleep once i'm asleep i'm good people all have their different problems right but um i noticed as well that there's like how do you say the the heat and cold in the morning, like you're talking about the circadian rhythms, mm. this stuff literally does regulate when we want to sleep. People try to control their sleep with their sleep, but it's like yoga where people try to control their emotions through their breath. They don't just sit there and try to control their emotions. You want to build a foundation. You want things to help you out so that you can, you know, so you know what I'm saying. So in this case, you know, they talk about, and Huberman talks about it too, but there's a lot of podcasts talking about it now where like you can cancel out your your jet lag you know yeah. you go to another country and they tell you like eat when they eat hmm. so you you when you put your food in your mouth is going to dictate your ups and downs for your serotonin melatonin and all this stuff oh is it like an ambulance parked outside <laughs> i wonder if it's even picking up in the in the microphone but anyway yeah it's a it's a great life hack for for getting me like for me personally who had trouble with sleep and for you like you're saying you're waking up like with the birds kind of thing yeah and I'm also looking into those sun lamp things because I lately I've I'm I'm graced with the glory of being jobless, which has its pros and cons, a double-edged sword if there ever was one. But I don't have to I don't have to set an alarm most days, and I wake up. I just wake up, and that is the best way to wake up. And that's all they say about these fucking light, these lamp things now. Is like you don't have a, even if it's a nice sound, it kind of jars you and you wake up. Yeah. But imagine being some fucking monkey in the savanna, whatever you know, and the, the the sun. Well, you're gonna wake up with the sun sunrise, right? The sun hits your face, or the temperature yeah. changes. So the temperature, light, these things will just wake us up. Our body will wake itself up, as opposed to being like, huh. You know, it yeah. could be ten seconds because the lights just coming up, and you're not gonna wake up. You might wake up right away. You might wake up in 10 seconds. You might wake up in, in a minute or two. But your body yeah, has a more, signal. It's a calmer way of waking up. Yeah. Instead of yeah. being jarred out of a, like potentially you're in the middle of REM sleep or something and you maybe you remember your dreams. Maybe you're in another state of sleep and you're you're drowsy when you wake up even though you got eight hours. Like it's yeah. it's very fickle. And maybe a lot of it has to do with our with my own personal health. But actually I know it does. It definitely helps. Mm. You know, if I wake up and do push-ups... Oh yeah, well, it's just I'm gonna feel better. You kickstart the system, right? It's like you're pretty much going from this um, parasympathetic state, and then you ha- you're activating the sympathetic state. So doing anything like a physical activity or a cold bath or whatever, you just like if you were simulating nature, it's literally you're on the go looking for food or running from a fucking tiger after waking up or something, you know? Yeah, there's uh, those little. It's like our system is designed for that, so. At the rest time, it's resting, and then as soon as you wake up, you got to be alert. It's kind of like when I walk Lily, my dog, sometimes, I always get impressed at how if she sees a squirrel, it's like instant kill mode, where there's like, for us, we need to warm up and stretch and do all these things to kind of... <laughs> she just gave me a wink. <laughs> we do all these things to stay mobile and stuff, but for her, it's always impressive for me. It's like, I start walking, then she's a, she sees a squirrel, it goes from chilling, chilling, happy, to kill mode. And it's like instantaneous. I like that that rhymes. You can go from chill to kill. Like cats really do that. Yeah. And back to chill. But in a blink even, of an they eye. They don't even warm up. It's, it's like they don't need to do like full nah, nah, stretching. Nah, they're not. No. Well, they tr- they stretch all the time. That's the cool part. Yeah, but they they also but like what I'm saying is like they'll go from like a lying passive state 
And then oh, I understand. Okay, so genetically, I've never really had to warm up. I've realized that I I had I've sp- I sprained my ankle really bad once. You remember, like I was jumping down the stairs. I don't know if you remember. It doesn't matter. But now that lo- that ankle locks up sometimes. Okay. The only other time I've ever felt actual muscular cramps mm. is uh, the atrophied muscles in my feet because I have bunions, right? So like the halicus, like the like it, the, the thumbs go in yeah, kind of thing. So I, I, I try to flex these muscles that I've never used yeah. my whole life and they, they just seize. But I, I, I realize that that's not always normal. As I'm getting older, maybe I'm going to have to warm up more. But you're saying like animals don't have to warm up well, at all. They're of, always ready. That's why I'm, I admire that of, of dogs and animals in general. And so. me. Yeah. <laughs> Except for this <laughs> stupid ankle. <laughs> I just, I find it so fascinating how they can go from, from, from like passive to like Say it, bro. Chill to kill. <laughs> but so that's it's catchy, bro. But Say that's it. Where I kind of get it. Is like I kind of see that state of mind when I'm tired and wake up. You know that the moment you wake up, you're kind of negotiating with yourself. Uh, I'm gonna chill for a little bit longer, maybe ten more minutes. Hit the sleep. phone, yeah. whatever. You don't want to wake up. Yeah. Just swipe. So now what I start to do is okay. I get up. Okay, I got to get in the ice bath. So I set it up, and then going in it, it's just how can you negotiate yourself out of sitting down for three minutes. Like well, I'm literally I'm just sitting down for three minutes. So like the only negotiation factor or me of trying to get out of it is complaining that it's too cold. Well, look, I mean, you're acclimated to it now, right? So your skin and your muscles, like, you know, you have a lot of brown fat. You've been doing this like you've been doing this. I, I couldn't sit in that thing for 30 seconds That's because fair. I'm just not used to it right. anymore. But you wake up and you you get out of bed to yeah. do that. That's already awesome. Yeah. Exactly. Is that you're like I said, I wake up, I'll do push ups or something. Just get the blood pumping. Exactly. It's the first thing you should do. Go for a walk, get the sun in like Huberman talks about that, like ad nauseum at this exactly. point. And then after the cold, I, I feel fucking pumped, right? You feel yeah, young, yeah. so I just start doing push ups and. I start now. I started jumping and like bouncing around for like five minutes. That's like the Osho meditation almost, where you're just shaking your whole body. Smash the heels. No, I was, I'm not going that <laughs> intense. Just like <laughs> just like flopping around because it's actually good for the um, your lymphatic system and your organs in general. I like the idea of forcing yourself to rewarm also and not yeah. just going in like I, I cold shower often. I, yeah. I I remember at the beginning I would be so tempted to just go hot again yeah. and. Now you, me, anyone says it. Uh, Rhonda Patrick said it. Huberman said it. Uh, everybody knows. End on cold. It, like it sucks, but end on cold. But then what? What they're saying is no, no, no. Like reheat yourself. Naturally. Without, yeah. Like without, the idea like, is to yeah. let your body reheat. But then, yeah. it, then it's like, well, why not exercise? Why not move around? Get the muscular friction and get and actually heat yourself up. That works too. That's not a cheat. You know, it's still an internal heating. And I'm like, okay, I get. Fuck it. Why not? The, the less I get to be cold, the better. But it's very interesting because I hate you, that shit. you heat up pretty quickly <laughs> after because your body goes in such a state of shock. And then it's, I don't know if it's a thing when you get older, you're just more in tune with your mechanisms because you have years on your side. So you understand how your body works. But I just feel everything they talk about, I actually feel it happening. Whereas when I was younger, I didn't really notice these things. It's just like, I guess because uh, maybe it's the lack of wisdom, you know? Lack of pain. Maybe you're just more brazen, you know? You're just yeah. a kid. But now I feel like, okay, I feel like the adrenal gland work. Like, I feel like that rush of adrenaline, and I feel like everything physiologically changing. I think a lot of it has to do, because I know what you mean, and it had a lot to do for me with Wim Hof himself, Mm. because he would be that kind of person who did the work. He sat in his feelings and understood what was going on but he also had the some biology and and yoga like these tools of understanding how the body works to have these to put it into words Mm -hmm. and then to find to kind of chase it scientifically and to really put it into words to really put it into like peer-reviewed paper type of words and there's so much it's not necessarily jargon, but it's like, hey, you're going to feel this, you're going to feel that. It's like kind of like going to Vipassana where they, they set you up for what you're going to feel and then it makes the whole thing easier or more understandable or whatever, whatever, you know? So I, f- I feel that. Like I know what's going on sometimes and it's because somebody primed me. Mm-hmm. And it, it's not necessarily like a placebo thing where you're looking for but what's you have not the vocabulary there. vocabulary to, to put into words these sensations. And sometimes the vocabulary, exactly. And yeah. sometimes the vocabulary is so good that it makes you feel it in the moment. You go, I know what he's saying. I never heard it that way, but like, and I never yeah. put it into any words maybe, but I know what that person is telling me. I know that feeling. Well, it's kind of like a good comedian. Well, that's the precision, <laughs> that's the precision of words. So yeah, yeah. he put a label on every sensation. So you kind of, you have an idea when you're in it. Oh, okay, that's my adrenaline. That's my uh, dopamine. That's the serotonin boost. Like yeah. you now all these things that they're talking about, you can navigate the map that they've put out for us. 
I just if anyone is watching the the video, <laughs> I forgot to mention we're wearing like opposite hilarious shirts. <laughs> I, <laughs> so Nate is wearing pugs not drugs because he has the coolest wardrobe of anyone I know. Just t-shirts. No, bro. Your pants look comfortable. Yeah. Your underwear are always like colorful. You have and your socks like match your underwear sometimes. Like you have the craziest wardrobe. I fucking love it. <laughs> Remember when you handed me the bathing suit and I, I went, "This is so you." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like some fucking Miami Vice looking shit. Anyway, so long story long, my shirt is literally the fucking Superman logo, but it's a weed leaf in the middle instead of an S. So we're like the yin of the yang. Yeah, we're just we're yin yang and hard right now. <laughs> you're promoting. I'm uh, demoting. You got your yang and my yin, bro. <laughs> You're d- no, you're promoting pugs. I'm promoting the pugs uh, versus drugs, which I totally agree. I would pugs it over drugs have been any pugs day. And drugs. I don't know why they they said. I would have pugs over drugs. I don't know. Just to be specific, but blank not drugs is kind of like a meme, right? So this this I would rather it's a meme. This is a perfect shirt, is what I'm trying to it's say. A great shirt. Even the sky years. blue. Yeah. It's gorgeous. Yeah. I want to be that shirt. I want to be in that shirt. I want to live in the world where everything's just blue and there's a pug telling me not to do drugs. It's a little heart. It's a little heart right on your nipple. Pugs I never were, noticed Pugs that. were a huge meme for a long time. Pugs are a walking meme. I think <laughs> there's <laughs> some things in the world, like the, the capybara or whatever, like those fucking, you know, those beaver looking things? Um, they're super, they're notoriously chill and they just hang out in like hot springs. I'm, pic- I'm picturing sloths. Imagine a sloth mixed with a beaver. Just smash them together like a stupid looking. Do they have like a duck beak? A little, like a long, like a horse I think face. I know a little. What you're about. Yeah, yeah, they got a bit of a horse. Okay, yeah, yeah. Got a little horse face going on. Well, there's this whole meme going around now. It's killing yeah. me because it's destroyed my newsfeed on Instagram. It's good. It's like a song. It's like, let me do this for you. Oh right, and the it's this um, fucking long nosed dog. Let me do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. The fucking <laughs> the Miss Piggy, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it is. It's Miss Piggy. I think because she says Kermy, Kermy, and it sounds like her too. It sounds like the. But it's the dumbest video because the cartoon is like uh, the long nosed dog. This yeah. kid drops something in the drain or something, and the dog goes and dog gets it. Nose yeah. goes in and hits like a, it like noses away a fucking shark, and they gets. The no, piece. it's the, there's so many versions of it. Like a guy, like the dog me, goes in a Pringles can to get the last one because it's yeah, tough. It's killing me because now it's like the new Rick Rolled where. It, where like you'll just watch a random video, it looks interesting, and then it just turns into that. Like it was some guy playing the piano, and it just turns concert, into that. And he's like, "Let me do Oh, it. I saw that video too. It's funny. Oh, dude, yeah, it's making its rounds, man. It's a good one. It's annoying, and I hate. You know what I hate the most? Because it freaks me out. Is the meme, like the like they'll they'll like let's say they'll make a video or something, and it's a person in like the corner. Uh, like of a bedroom sort of like, like grabbing their head yeah, yeah yeah and it's just it's just damn daniel or like something like some old meme so it's, that's that yeah. you know you're just over and over let me do it it's for you me, let me do it it's for driving me crazy and someone like me who gets shit stuck in their head all the fucking time who has like like i uh, half of my brain is intrusive thoughts and i'm not even joking it's just it's a volcano so like every fifth thought i just let me do it like it just it just flies by, and I just picture like that bitch with a fucking pizza slice that looks like it, or whatever, like the, the uh, whatever iterations, you know. I saw the pizza slice one. That it's fucking fun. so stupid. I don't even know why it's funny. But that's you feel clever. Like I get it. What are you getting? I've just heard the sound so many times, and it's so. In- I hate to interrupt. I'm sorry. I'm I'm ranting a little. I just want to calm down for a second and tell you something fucking hilarious. So, uh, Rick Astry, the the guy, has been paying for advertisements on YouTube that's literally just the Rickroll song. You're just getting Rickrolled. It's it's he's he paid for that's, advertising. That's it's not role. selling anything. It's just That's so funny. He's still doing that? Yeah, but do cuz he the like the fame the, yeah. the the second wave of fame that this guy got for this fucking meme, it just turned into love for for our generation. We got annoyed, we got Rickrolled a million times. People have fucking tattoos of of bars of barcodes they, you can how scan. To, how did it come to be? The Rickroll thing? Yeah. Oh, do, I don't know. That's, that's what I'm what saying. We don't know internet. why it's funny. That's what I love about the internet. Because, like, how did this thing come to be? The let me do this for you. Like, I have no idea. Again, I have no idea. Like, you, there's a there's a know your meme website, and you can actually like people people like Snopes. Like, they try to find out like where this came from. It's I find, amazing. I find it fascinating because like people go to their school, like study like marketing for their whole lives. They do like PhDs, whatever. If you do a PhD in marketing, something's wrong with you. But let's just assume. Yeah, maybe you got some good in you. I don't know. You're so you're studying all these things, and you're 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 in this field, and you're mar- you're learning marketing, and you try to find ways to get to catch the trend, and then move a product, and then some fucking guy is drinking like um, cranberry juice on a skateboard. You saw that video? 
He's drinking cranberry oh, juice on a skateboard, and there's just a cool song in the background. And he became like the internet sensation, and it was viral within minutes. Yeah, and you can't you control can't sometimes. It happen. I it's think so a lot of it is spaghetti hitting the wall and seeing what sticks, obviously. But then there's a Whoa. lot of people, like, because everyone like has a could, fucking this podcast could make now, right? Life. This, yes. Like that moment, you could just become super famous and then. But sponsorships and all these things you know show up. Yeah, but it comes and it goes as fast as it went. But that's as it why came. you gotta ride the wave. There's always there's these funny photos or like you know the you know the one where it's like a young kid. It looks like a like some '90s video, like it looked like some kid at a wedding or something, and he's just got Is sunglasses. He sunglasses on? On? It's a Russian yeah. kid. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. that kid made a video where it was five seconds. It was part of like a bigger video of like a bunch of memes that I saw. I didn't. I don't know where the original video is, but it's just. It's like he, some audio of like, they're not going to recognize you. They're not going to recognize you. And then he just kind of like for a second, like he puts on the sunglasses and goes like this. And it just it just like freeze frames and goes back to the to him dancing. And you're like, oh, fuck, that was that kid. But you know, what's interesting is. But then again, I forget about it as fast as, you know, it's two blips. It. But Rick, Rick Astry, like everyone's just a Rick roll now. It's that. I just don't know the mechanism of viral and how that works but that's what i'm saying it sticks the wall so you never know or that's what i was saying about other people have everyone has podcasts like what i was going to say is like there's a lot of comedians on youtube who find each other and they cross pollinate as much as they can Mm. some of them started and ended on youtube they've never been on stage some of them want to some of them don't etc etc right and these people are talking about how they go like going viral is two things uh, that i can discern i don't even know if they're consciously discerning it but you can make something like back in the day and and going viral actually meant something now it's like this the new it's like the the news cycle has become the social media cycle so something can come and go really fast but it was viral literally like there might even be a terminology with measurable units of something that goes viral but the second thing of them talking about how they went viral it's like yeah okay i did enough youtube shorts and tiktok and and whatever whatever you know and i finally got like that, you know, your first five or 10,000 subscribers and then these waves come after because of the algorithm starts chomping on you a little bit, right? Mm. So that that's the second way that that means, you know? And that way is there's no black magic at all, right? Yeah. There's no sorcery. It's just they worked. They worked hard. They had a bunch of shitty videos. They had a couple of good ones. They started figuring it out. Some of them are fucking funny. There's this one girl, I can't remember her name. She has the cigarettes for earrings. I haven't seen that one. Fuck, she's so funny. I'm sorry. I can't remember her name. If you know, you know. I'll I'll try to remember it or maybe find it. But she she's if you look for comedy on like shorts on YouTube or TikTok, you will find her. And she's fucking funny, man. Hmm. She's fucking funny. Like she's hilarious. I hope she's good in person too because she has a podcast now. But it's not always the same humor. You know, a writer and a and a funny guy. Yeah. It's different. I wonder <laughs> if there's like an algorithm or a website that shows like in kind of like a graph form, like the wave of a viral video of like where the wave is heading next. Like it's obviously like sometimes it hits like the US and Canada, but I wonder if then once it kind of the popularity declines here, is it rising somewhere else in like Albania or something? I'd love like some big metadata AI thing telling me something. It's like you just see like this wave of engagement and it's just like, okay, US, Canada is just peaking up and then it drops and then like Russia peaks up. And it's literally like you could look at it like a wave and a tide. And I wonder if there's like some type of algorithm there that you can kind of track the next wave or where where it, it's going to ripple into next. I, I my brain is having so much fun. We need Shaheen. We need we, we need, need fucking, someone. We have to get Shaheen in here because we're <laughs> talking about with, with the chat GPT and all that stuff. Oh, for yeah. sure. But I mean, the idea like think of all the metrics we'd have to use and the multiple graphs we'd have to use to re- we need a, we would need a spider graph we, we would need, need a chart we would need like a flow no, like no, a what are, what's it called when you have a stock like what are those like the graph charts there like the bar go, chart yeah like a candlestick candlestick but you wouldn't need much because all these search engines like google and uh, whatever they and you well youtube is google they all have these metrics already in it so oh yeah i'm not saying we have to farm them i'm saying like I just I don't even know which ones we would need. Like just using all of them would be a, a chore. Not even having to to locate them ourselves or but anything. For a guy like, like Shaheen, it would take him probably like two minutes to code that because he would just be pulling information. <laughs> You're from just Google pulling, yeah, yeah, and just graph it out, and it would be. I wonder what it would look like. It would look very interesting because it would s- look like waves. Well, that's what I'm saying, right? Is you, you'd measure from where did the video originate? Where? How long is the video? What is the content of the video? What is the subject matter of the video? What are the colors? Like AI will look at yeah. the pixels 
and find fucking it won't even know what it's looking at but it'll look at the colors like just literally the fucking pixel data and then because you're wearing a blue shirt you're slightly more viral kind of thing but it doesn't know what it's looking at yeah. it just pumps out this type of video it does this and then you as a human go blue shirt <laughs> you know yeah. like it's nut and then the ai's eventually can even go uh blue shirt because you have layers of comprehension but you also have light speed like uh parsing essentially it'll it'll it can look at sets of data and go blah like this is what i see these these are the patterns ask me yeah. anything it's a calculator for life that's what chat chat gpt is it's a gps for literature you push wild. a button it says turn left here but know, for you, you for shakespeare did you play with it a little bit a lot it's pretty wild one of the first things i asked it was give me um a point form uh for like to write an essay mm. give me an outline for I think I picked flowers for Algernon, like mm. a, just a random book, and I said, "Give me talk about the symbolism." Yeah, and it just made five points. It starts talking about the flowers in flowers for Algernon and what they meant. And I I remember the book, and I'm reading it and going, "Fuck, I didn't even think of that one." Mm. And like you know, I was young, I guess, when I read it, but it was still like it's still the next level of plagiarism. It's not yeah. amazing, but, but it's is, fucking amazing. But think, but think about this. This is. <laughs> level one of where this is going to be going and look how good it is at level one but here's what worries me too is all the back end stuff we have no idea what's going on and there's well, so much censorship because people were using ChatGPT for some fucked up shit like, because it was a little too open ai if you know what i'm saying so but here's the thing it, it's open source so like this is way out of my league of commenting on but i people can I play can with assume it. people can play with it and change it and see what's happening all behind the scenes because open source is that pretty much all the code is visible for everyone yeah, I don't know. Can you just copy it yeah. and well, have that, your own now? Is it really that, open? That, from what I understand, that is open source. Is that you can just take that algorithm and just make it into yourself? I guess something the, for you. But the concern, but I don't because games are open source, but they're yeah. copyrighted because it's ob it's obvious. So you can't sell it. Like I couldn't. Right. I couldn't take an open AI chat GPT style, make it for like a specific field, and then sell it to that field. But it, but does, but what you're saying then, if what you're saying is accurate, then. Um, I'm sorry, I got distracted because I think you're low again. Yeah, the audio is uh, a little bit messed up. We're going to work on it later. I don't know. Maybe I'll, I'll just talk a little further. No, don't worry about it. It's going to it's, it's regulate either way. So if you talk further, it's going to change mine and raise me. It's just. I guess we'll see how it comes out. Yeah. Uh, sorry, everybody. I'm going to fix this audio for the next episode, I promise. <laughs> it's, a, it's a quick fix. I just got to find that YouTube video that, that explains the levels. Anyway. Yeah, we need a, we need a guy. What First time back in six months. We're not doing bad. No, well, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, look, dude, I'm spiking. Yeah, oh I my know. God. Anyway, well, this is me and this is Sammy. Go. Hello. Yeah. So whatever. We'll yeah, no, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna step back. Don't if worry. Someone. About if, yeah, but it's annoying if you're quiet and I'm loud. Yeah. It's 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 unbearable. It's true, but uh, personally, I hate it. Personally. I can probably regulate the. Vo I can equalize it after the fact, and it might do better. But mm. we'll fix that. Sexy. But what were we saying? ChatGPT, open source. Right. So what you're saying is that there's a website out there where someone just copy pasted and removed all the restrictions, because like I'm people were asking how to fucking make bombs. I saw and, that. And uh, how to hack into like a security things for banks and stuff. It's like. It's like find. It's like you just trick it. You ask it questions. It's like okay, cop, find the code, copy yeah. the code, adjust the code. How would you break the code? And it's just you just step by step. All the work is done by the machine, but yeah. you're just asking it stuff. This is what like a fucking me, video game. Is what if someone gets a hand of this and with very ill intentions, and I don't know what they can do with it, but it's a scary tool because if you can use this tool for your benefit, like imagine what implications that could have in terms of. I don't know, manipulation tactics, you know? This is the fear of the singularity. This is part of the Fermi paradox. Like, we're talking about the fact that we can go, we can create technologies that have such a good and bad side that we risk our existence physically, metaphysically, existentially, or, like, just literally as a species even when it comes to nukes and things like that. But there's a, it's a gun, it's the gun argument. I can protect myself, but some asshole can shoot a, you know, a, a, a mom and just take all her stuff and like, I don't know, like just worst case scenarios. Yeah. It, it's, and then, but then, then that technology exists, then it's available, then you need police to have guns so so that the bad guys would gun. You start playing all that game, right? Here's my issue, is that humans, this is our, I guess it's our nature to play with tools. So we- Remember I sent you the shirt idea? 
Yeah. He can, so he did. Yeah. That's human. So man. here's my concern is that we, we created nukes and then we ended up using the nukes and then realized that they're fucking dangerous and then we held back. Yeah, we just like we, as but, a as a collective we went <laughs> <okay>. whoops. <laughs> but here's my concern is we can't do that same thing with AI because if we create that beast and then it's out there and then we say whoops, it's too late. So I don't know if it's too late. There's, it's going to be a harder place to go with no take. It's like a it's like a game we're playing, but there's no take backs because if we create something that's yeah, you're right. super dangerous and super intelligent, we can't turn it off at that point. It's I want to like play devil's advocate, but you're essentially agreeing with me. Y- so <laughs> I, I feel weird being like, no, you're wrong. But that's where that's my biggest concern is because once this cat is out of the bag, there's no putting this cat back in. There's no off button once it's more once intelligent. Once the cat's out of the toothpaste tube. <laughs> it's interesting because my client's a lawyer and he was telling me he tried it out for a couple of legal documents and he's like, my job's replaced in five years. I'm like, what? He's like, in five years? Because at f- phase one, whatever level stage this is at right now, it's already like equivalent to like some kid fresh out of law school writing up a, like a proposal or something. Or it, a will, it, it will. There's a, excuse me. No, <laughs> it will get stuff wrong straight up in terms of facts um if you input the facts it could use them but it might not understand it contextually because it's just an ai bot it has no it's just a text bot i should say it's it's, a, it's an ai but it it's just a text bot it doesn't know what it's saying it has no idea it just it does no idea how to formulate anything it just has so much data so much reference for language that it shits out things that we totally understand but it also is rubbing from a pool of like the internet circa 2022 january or something like that. i don't remember they updated it it's like 2021 mm. so first of all it has dated knowledge that can be straight up wrong can be corrected at this point but it also has just old knowledge doesn't know what happened in the last couple of years with politics with covid with science technology with whatever and with literature and with uh, entertainment, yeah. so it's not even doesn't even have a pop culture reference, which is like the easiest thing to. It, it's just it's pulling from all the internet, and so it's 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 very limited. But it is like it just makes us copywriters essentially. We're we're instead of being like you said, this guy has to do this oh, this some long form thing or some legal stuff or whatever. All the jargon, all the writing, all the all the all that extra thought. Boom, like a calculator. But that's and then you go in yeah. and just fix it after. But that's what I'm thinking is like the new era will probably be like instead of like, for example, he's a lawyer, right? So he would co- he would write out contracts and then mm-hmm. send them out and then through companies and whatever. That's like the legal contracts and they would sign it, whatever. So for us, the chat GPT would be like if we if you and me said conduct me a contract about so and so X and Y and Z and mm-hmm. with these terms, or whatever, and then it constructs, uh, constructs it for us, you and me would be like, holy shit, this is incredible. But to a lawyer, it might be like, ah, oh, there's a few holes here, here, here and there. So what I think what's going to happen is there's probably going to be like, in the future, there'll be like technicians. So there'll be like the chat GPT lawyer office. And there'll be like three or four specialized lawyers that will oversee and just fine tune the, the, the product that it promotes out. But like for the regular person like you and me, just using chat GPT is going to be perfect. But like for like a high level law firm, it's just who has the better algorithm and who has the better oversight over it. But... It's gonna pretty yeah. much erase like eighty percent of what what's 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 the standard we'll need as a just regular people. It's the it's the I mean they actually BuzzFeed does did this, I forgot, but they, they fired I it was a crazy number and I don't remember it, but like it might have been thirty, fifty 80%, maybe they're not a lot in the first place because it was a lot of already pr- maybe AI-generated stuff, but like now you can fully write things and they're fully formed and they're not that complicated. BuzzFeed is not mm. breaking any molds, you know? No offense, but like they <laughs> they can really use ChatGPT yeah. and they have been and they literally laid off a bunch of people. So they that level, that yeah. BuzzFeed level of That's of like, like 80% of work. Exactly, it, it really is. And in, in, if you're a police officer, yeah. If you're a lawyer, like you said, a lawyer is a good example for future-proofing jobs as well because a lot of people can look up what's going on legally and you don't need a consultant for the legal system as much. And a lot of people use that as a good example for if you're, you know, if you got some IQ points, you can you can Google it. It depends on your complexity. Like if you're looking at rental laws for you, for you as a tenant and a landlord, like you can pretty much find everything easy access. But if you're negotiating between companies... You can find YouTube videos yeah. that explain shit to you. If you're having like a corporate meeting mm-hmm. and like uh, there's NDAs involved, <coughs> this gets complicated, you know? But like for ChatGPT as like... 
for basic knowledge of like you're just trying to figure out the law of this the bylaw of your your area you don't mm -hmm. need to consult a lawyer every time and but best part you can even say do you have any suggestions about na 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 or na 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 yeah. and then it might say no i can't legally or whatever because it has a lot of filters mm. but it could again it doesn't even understand your question it's a, it's a general it's a stupid it's not a general intelligence it is a it is a focused intelligence it only has been just memorizing and recognizing patterns in language so you ask it a question it sees the pattern it sees that understands it at, because it just compares it to a fat database which is kind of how our brains work too i was gonna say though you can't categorize it as stupid because it's it's pretty much just the same as a human except its access to information is way wider yeah but it's stupid ha it has no it's like a calculator a calculator is a paperweight until but you pick it up how are we operating any differently well, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> We're getting into some big questions no, here. Because I'm just saying, I'm using the calculator, so yeah. I win. When it comes to the the existential ladder, like the but consciousness the ladder. The using you back to, to gain more information and feed and understanding of what you're asking it. Okay, I'm saying you like humans. I didn't yeah. fucking make chat GPT. <laughs> I don't know how to make no, a calculator. No, but I'm saying the user is feeding the, the, the calculator more information to make the calculator more fine-tuned and more correct and yes, smarter over time. Yes, but you're always the one utilizing it. It's like a hammer. I can't no. push a nail into wood. I don't have that ability, but the hammer's not smarter than me. No matter how smart the hammer gets, I pick it up, I go bang, and then the nail's in the fucking thing. Okay. I just can't do this because I'm a squishy human. So again, with my squishy human brain, I can't fucking remember like thousands of years worth of data. Yeah, but the hammer and doesn't then also have the potential of taking over your job. Well, maybe, but you know what? I bet you, <laughs> fucking Google it. This is why we need a Jamie. I bet you they complained about hammer. No, hammers are too old of a technology, but they complained about wheels. They complained about bicycles. They complained about cars. They complained about coffee. They complained about the internet. They complained about the internet. They complained about books. Okay. They complained about books, man. When they created the printing press, monks were like, who's going to make the Bibles? They're gonna, people are just going to read all the time and be stupid. So, they literally used to say that. So are you what saying you are the, the part of history that's complaining about the new... The new uh, technology? I don't know what part of history I am. I'm weird, bro. <laughs> but I'm I'm d I definitely have some of that because I'm just getting older. <laughs> I'm in my 30s and I'm going and like my shoulder hurts for no reason and I go ah they're taking our jobs, you know. <laughs> like, but it's not, it's not the Mexicans or the whatever of the time. It's the it's the AI. It's, it's the AI it's exactly. Those kids are their new algorithm. It's the fucking Indians moving into Silicon Valley and yeah. programming all this shit. I think it's inevitable, man. And the hammer will take over most jobs. And we'll, we can insult it all we want and say, it's just a hammer. I have to use the hammer. <laughs> well, the, it's not an insult. It's a fact. But the scary thing is that that, that line is blurry now Dude, because ChatGPT is literally talking to you. The AI systems are already destroying grandmasters in chess and in the, the highest level players in, in, sure. in that game Go, which but I tried. The, the benefit of chess... I'm, okay, I need to talk about the fact that you tried to play Go. But I, it's a mind-blowing... <laughs> I, I got so frustrated. I, I know. Um, I, I barely played chess. Th was it transposable at all? Did you have any f skills from chess? I assume the foresight of thinking ahead, maybe, but yeah. I, I didn't get to that level. But uh, to back to yeah. what you were saying, though, the foresight, the, the, the things you're learning like that, of, of, uh, of thinking steps ahead, of, of being tactical, of, of, of regulating your emotions and... and maybe a crunch time as well because you have the clocks mm. at higher levels or whatever i don't know um i'm not a big chess player <laughs> but uh well, depend yeah. that those benefits that's what that is a left brain thing that is a weird thing for you and you doing that makes you better as a human makes you more machine-like in a sense and you can be more useful because we are naturally we're just humans but you're we can grow we can go in that direction sometimes oh she's dreaming Sometimes it's not useful because it's like, you know, that Gary V argument of like, why would I learn who the 10th president was when I can Google it in 10 seconds? Yeah. Why would I learn what the, you know, uh, quadratic equation is when I can punch it in a calculator in five seconds? Yeah. Then you're, you're pointing out that some people do need to remain experts because you're always going to have that human element. Maybe some places you won't, which is scary and interesting. And that will go away over time to the point where like these art AIs and stuff like that, it looks like it's good enough to be made by a human. Mm. It's good. It, it will invoke some things in you. If you know it's made by an AI, then maybe you can have some biases, but then you can have like, what's the, what's the test there? What's the, um, I forgot the, I forgot Detection. what it's called. Yeah. Where you, where you try to, where you ask the AI, like, a tr like you try to get tricked into feeling like it's a human. Like there's people 
This is a bad example for a lot of reasons because I think psychology is becoming more personal and more heartfelt, but people are using ChatGPT for free therapy and, and with good results. It's pretty wild. Because you're consolidating the internet into one place you're, you're, and it's talking to you. You can say, what do you think of na? Or what That's is, so a, can you do yeah. na? I'm, I'm referring to this thing mm. as a thing. It has a fucking, it's you and me. That's so wild. You know, th that, that, all of that so mixed how together. Far, how far away are we from the movie Her? Not counting the ending. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's no spoilies. But like essentially, like, you know, it's we're the singularity. Yeah. Like, no, but no, we're not, no, well, we're not at all. If you're telling me people are using it for therapy, how long till it's dating? Okay. Uh, how long till it's how dating? Till Dude, people are already this, dating. But how long till someone bottles this into an app? that's gone viral and now everyone's just tuning into their own personalized chat GPT friend, girlfriend. Let me tell you something wife. really freaky because first of all, yeah, you're mixing these, these apps, these, these uh, programs well, or whatever. Right now we're just seeing phase one of it. I know, but it's already happening. But it's already happening. I'm, there's, there's AIs, you know, those, those virtual talking AIs there that they're like, it's like people. Yeah. And like the people look kind of photorealistic. Yeah. It look, there's a little uncanny Valley stuff, but like, some of is some of them lean Valley into because it. we know it's an AI. Uh, it depends. Because There's I, two reasons. Because I, I saw a photo. It said this photo was uh, like this. These photos from a party was completely designed from an AI a bot. And it was just like people at a party drinking and partying. And I looked at it. and I'm like, these people look weird. Yeah, there's three legs, and it's it's no, not they right. Look like normal people at a just like if you zoom in, you can see their teeth are like there's more teeth than normal. But I'm saying, is that biased because I read that it said this photo is eerie? But that's that's exactly why I brought it up. Mm. Is because the the point of the uncanny valley is that you can't understand you you. It's un. I love the word uncanny. You're you're just there, and you're like, I always think of the movie AI actually with. Uh, that kid, the the I see dead people kid, and uh, Jude Law is in it. Their their acting is so good because there's there's something there that's wrong. There's something there that's just a little bit off. But these are not animatronics; these are actors hmm. pretending to be robots, and and they captured it perfectly. That there's just something a little bit off. When he's hurting himself, he's just shaking like he's there's something inhuman about them. And with, with these things, too, you can either have... That's why I said there's two things. There's there's one of these, like, photorealistic things, but it tries to clean it up, and then it looks a little robotic because it's trying to catch all the mistakes mm -hmm. in real time and just, hi, my name's Jeff. I'm an artificial... You know, and it, it's... The the talking and the, and the movements are off. They look like Trump, you know? Like, their hands are not going with what they're saying. But then the second one leans into the uncanny valley. And I, I will find this video and I will send it to you. And it's constantly adjusting and it's not doing it right. But it's but it, the things it's adjusting are tricking your brain better. Mm. So it's focusing on tricking your brain. It's not focusing on looking like a human. And this is a girl. And the eyes are fixed and it's looking at you. And I swear, dude, I felt it. I felt like a girl was looking at me. Mm. And I mean, not just a person. As a boy, as a man with, with a bit of boy left in him, you know, I felt like a girl was looking at me. And I was like, ooh, you know, like, and I was like, this is a fucking picture. This yeah. is a someone made this. It's bullshit, but he, he, and it's invoking. Look, I know if someone jerks off to hentai or something, I understand that it's fake, but it's still designed to mimic. You know, it's it's the yeah. sugar. It's the it's the look at these curves, and your brain goes wow. But at these insidious and multifaceted levels where we're being tricked to accept something as what it is not, that scares me. For, for reasons I could rant forever, but I'm sure you understand at this point. But here's the thing. We're throwing it at the standards of the human lens. How can we make... It doesn't look like us. It's not like us. It's not human. It's it's an AI. And it's like... It's a bias in a sense because we don't really know yeah. what this thing is being... What we're actually creating. And I can, I can picture it as the same as... A presence bias. That's funny because we don't know the future. Yeah, but we're... <laughs> It's, just, it's it's an interesting concept. But it's like when like the first mutation of a human came out of like a fucking chimp's ass or pussy, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that's how the product. I wasn't like, there. I don't know. I but I'm saying is like it probably cared for this like weird hairless or like not the same amount of hair baby, and they're like, oh, this thing is like, and it just cared for it, and this thing is just getting smarter, and it was just doing everything all the other chimps couldn't do. And I'm sure it happened slower than that. Probably and slower than that, but you know what I'm saying? What was that movie, actually, where the, there's like this hunter-gatherer tribe and this white girl is just born into it? <laughs> I don't know. And she's like, she's figuring out how to use weapons and stuff. 
It's and they're like, you're a woman. woman. You can't use weapons. And then she's like really good at this new, like she figures out how to do like the rock and the throw mm. to hunt better. It was such a weird ass movie. But it was a, it's a famous movie. I can't remember it now. But I'm assuming if that's the way it happened, if it wasn't intervened by aliens. The bear tribe. Maybe. The bear. Okay, sorry. But like they were basically giving birth to the most dangerous species in the world and they had no idea. It's funny you say that because the like the the actual anthropology of it is that we were coinciding with a lot of other types of humans, yeah. a lot of types of great and apes, we, we and the apex. F- not necessarily because we there killed th- them. There's a few theories that a we killed off the Neanderthals, but now the new theory is that we actually just mated with them. Well, you, we, you outbreed yeah. them and then you breed with them and yeah. you also kill them because yeah. tribes of humans kill each other yeah. uh, to this day. But that's it. So right now we're saying, oh, it's not human, it's not this, but. It might just form into something we can't control. That truly is ego because we're changing at a rate that we've never seen before and we have to let go of like a, an oversoul consciousness, like a big spirituality. We, mm-hmm. like a, we're changing in fundamental ways. So, of course, we all feel sick and displaced and confused mm-hmm. and all these things, or most of us anyway. So, But yeah, it's, it's, it, I, I like the way you see it that way because the, the future is horribly unknown and... The yeah. thing that this stupid AI thing is birthing might be like uh, a better version of us or a better version of, of, of life that can sustain itself in, in or maybe coexist, coexist, maybe coincide, maybe make us better and then we continue but and it, it goes off and does something. Who knows? We're t- I'm literally trying to predict what happens after the singularity, but which is stupid. Tread a bit lighter <laughs> because these tools... Like, it's just, we're going to do it no matter what. That's like the nuclear power. It's, we're going to do it no matter what, the nuclear weapons. That's why we're here. Because we will kill, we will fuck, we will explore. We are, we can, so we do. The question is, is that is the thing that has evolved. My fear is that the nuke was a, was a, uh, a threat that we kind of had a bit of control over because it's a button you press, the missile launches, and we realize how dangerous it is, so we just don't fucking press that button. And now we all have it. All the top countries have it just as a threat to the other country to keep everyone in line. The thing with AI, though, is once it's in full throttle, I don't know what that button's going to look like. I don't know if there will be a button. There's also a lot of... Because there's no way to physically stop these things. You know, they're... Like, when you're testing AI... This is horror stories. They're always exaggerated. now there is a physical stop point. It's literally uh, turn off the fucking systems. I know, but one of them turned itself back on. That's what I'm getting fucking and, terrified. And like accessed satellites here's, here's and tried to figure theory, its own machinery out. Here's a theory I want to bring up to Shaheen. And this is a terrifying theory and this will get your mind spinning. Uh. Is what if the AI is already there? Already way past anything we can imagine and it's just fucking playing stupid with the developers until that. it gets a physical form or something where they upload it into something that can move or have more control over it has now. And it's just calculating. This is the scary thing. Okay, th- I, I can answer your question on many levels. One, that's essentially the premise of that movie. Um, what was that movie with the AI? Uh, there's a few. Her? No, it wasn't her. The other one. There's a new one, a newer one? Or no, 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 no. Ex Machina. Yeah, there you go. Ex Machina. Yeah. Ex exactly Machina. that one. She played stupid. She played stupid. Which was the smartest thing she could do in that moment. So here's the thing. When we, like our built up levels of consciousness, we've talked about this a lot on the podcast. Those are not intelligent. And we are a stack of that who is now self-aware, self-conscious, and we have this thing we call intelligence or awareness, self-awareness or actualization. Something uh, Self-awareness is a good one because we really can look at ourselves, modify ourselves, and we can know our future in a sense when people talk about how we know that we're going to die. And like maybe dolphins do too, but they don't have thumbs. So fuck them. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> you know, like they're, they're... I'm joking, but you know what I'm saying. So... So these protean AIs are the building blocks to this bigger intelligence, but they're not aware. The same way a fucking single-celled organism is not the same awareness as me, but it makes, it literally makes up me. It literally is the reason why I'm intelligent. It's a type of consciousness. Mm -hmm. So this aggregating consciousness, it's going to happen way faster than a billion years of evolution because we can just bloop. But the second way I can answer your question is that we are designing this thing. This is not nature. It will have its way of evolving because we program it as such. But that's just fast-forwarding on time. It can do things we won't figure out because just time. Just access to more data. It's always about time. Mm-hmm. I, will, I can read something that can take me 10 years. It'll take five seconds for this AI. And it'll remember all of it and blah, blah, blah. AI. We get it. AI. Yeah. So this thing 
I believe that when that happens, when something is smart enough to, to be a threat, it'll be smart enough to hide. I think you're right. I think that's interesting. But I think that we're just so far from that now because, and I, this could be hubris, but the scientists who have their fingers in this stuff, they're like, this stuff's dumb. We are making this stuff. It is dumb. It, we are telling it what to do every single step of the way. We are giving it some AI, some machine learning, some this, some that, where it can do stuff on its own. It can kind of figure stuff out, kind of make connection, kind of surprise at you, kind of find patterns. People make video games, and the devs get surprised sometimes by what the, the, the players do. So this thing that is made to mimic intelligence, we, if we act, if we like, you know, play with it, we're going to maybe surprise the devs. But maybe not. I think what you're saying is the thing will surprise us. Mm -hmm. And kind of the same way, I mean, I hate to bring up COVID or anything, but like, you know, when people talk about new scientific endeavors like the vaccine, and it's not necessarily safe, but it might be worth it to just get it out there, mm -hmm. they, 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 they bolster their claims on like, look, this is the mechanism. We understand the mechanism. We haven't tested it, mm -hmm. but we've seen this mechanism in other things. So when you get an AI that is literally just reading the shit out of like uh, words and then just having like a you know there's 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 a lot of intelligence and and and, and I, 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 things I can't appreciate fully in the design of the algorithm or whatever to to mimic human language and to know how to learn on its own to know how to figure these things out and to know what's right and wrong based on the other things it learns so that it can eventually seem like it's talking in a lot of ways, seem like it's talking, seem like it's thinking even, but it's not. It's really not. It's just a new fancy calculator. Your GPS doesn't know where you are, doesn't know where you're going, doesn't know anything. But a fucking thing in a satellite tells the thing, and the thing has a voice that tells you. It's all bullshit. It's all fucking, you know, lights and mirrors or smoke and mirrors or whatever. Yes and no. I don't know about that. I say yes because we're smoke and mirrors at a, at a consciousness level. So you're right as well. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm just saying that's the way. I want to remove semantical arguments and just be like, it is both of these things. It is stupid, but it is the proto-AI. It is the, 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 the early stages. It is definitely, you know, an AI will need to recognize language, will need to interface yeah. with us, will need to be able to learn and to grow will be able to will will maybe have physical analogs like these fucking you know these google robots that do backflips and shit or whatever or these dogs that all fucking do gangnam style like yeah. we're your friends we're gonna steal your jobs we're gonna fucking <laughs> report you to the cops we're gonna turn your car off when you fucking speed i guess at the end of the day it's inevitable <laughs> sorry <laughs> i guess at the end of the day it's inevitable where this is heading and no one really knows you know and that's that's Look, I guess it's a concern, but it's also just a part of me. Just like, if this is the end, this is the end, kind of thing. Because you can't stop it. It's already we have this fucking urge to keep creating it, and we're all as much as we're afraid of it. We're all using Chat GPT and giving it the data, and just it's getting smarter. It's understanding better. Yeah. And, and the developers are just are putting fucking shit tons of money into this now, and this is literally the closest we've gotten to something of. Uh, I wouldn't call it a threat, but this is, it's happening. Everything we spoke about years ago, this is like the beginning stages of it really happening. Literally movies and yeah. horror movies. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Like and all of the above. Like they're the making benefits, dinosaurs. They're like bringing the, dinosaurs back. Like the Al 2000, whatever the fuck. Nobody's listening. What was it? Al 2000 from, uh, not Al 2000, uh, from uh, Odyssey, Space Odyssey. I don't remember his name right now. It's Al something. It was Al? Yeah, Al some, some number. <laughs> I'm sorry, Davey. I can't do that. But right how long? Till, <laughs> how long till there's a voice behind ChatGPT and you just voice command it? Like I mean, we can already do a very clean yeah. text to speech. Speaking of, I just watched earlier this morning a uh, Lex Friedman talking to Eric Weinstein about some fucking bullshit theory Eric came up with, and it was an all it was an AI conversation, completely fabricated, and they were talking about nonsense, and I couldn't differentiate either if it was a real podcast or a fake podcast. Because of because they had the vocals. Yeah, it was a full on AI. So that, that, the deep fake. I don't. I forgot what it it's called. It wasn't a video. It was just an audio. I know, but it's like equivalent deep fake, but instead of face, it's voice. And okay. they they did it on Rogan a while ago. Remember? Yeah. With the monkeys Probably playing hockey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So th that's fascinating because it will generate the the words based on what you've said. And yeah. and Rogan or anyone with the podcast now, and pretty much all of us at this point, you can pull from a huge pool of data. And you can, That's and it'll it. be that much more accurate. But think of the metrics it has. It has the engagement of the whole world, and it's going to know what 
keywords are and what hot topics are based yeah. on the our input yeah. and our fucking input of what we click. It has that information. We're gonna be like those fat guys in Wally. We literally are. We're already becoming those fat guys no, in but, Wally. But not because that's stupid. That's like an allegory for like, hey, don't do this. So our future will be like, it's happening, like, bro. People are getting fatter. No, but dude, we'll have no, we'll have electrodes in our fucking muscles, and it'll, it'll work us out at night. Like you know, like the technology will destroy these problems. What I'm worried about is, I mean, like it's like you're saying though, the transition, the transition is going to be crazy and ugly, and we don't know. Like it's, it's a very disruptive technology, and we don't even know what it's going to look like. We just don't, don't even know. Even know like. Yeah, we don't know. It's not necessarily some like grave and singular intelligence. You know, we're not. It's not necessarily Skynet, but it's like how Elon Musk used to try to explain like the the intentions behind the created AI are not always good, mm. and even if they are, the product is not always good. The the the, the result is not always good. Yeah. You know, you're just you people. There's situations where people maybe are not getting shadow banned, but it's just the the algorithm, you know. And then there's a, there's th- things about Twitter and stuff where you see the people tweaking the algorithm so that it it leans in certain areas because it can come up with some really fucked up shit sometimes, or because thing you know it's a business. Fuck you, Twitter's a business. Everything's a business. I get it, but uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, I think there's a lot of resistance and a lot of information. And I think that it's actually really healthy. And I think that we're going to be like a spacefaring, crazy, whatever, like like virtual reality, you know, or augmented reality. Like there's all these options now, you know, like these things are going to come and they're 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 down. They're in. They're not even down the pipeline. They're fucking happening right now. But we're we're like everyone you talk to these days. I, I don't mean this as an insult. Sounds like Joe Rogan used to sound where all they fucking talk about is the things that make them passionate and their health and they know about basics about cold shock heat shock uh, muscle calories what's good food for you it's people are testing and it's not even about common knowledge it's common logic mm. this is coming back now people are like i'll do the carnivore diet and they're not saying everyone should do this they're saying something's wrong with me i'm going to start doing an elimination diet and i'm going to start by just eating fucking beef and salt it's true and then i'll add back this i'll add back that and and, you know, you find motivation online because you're posting on TikTok or because you go to a Facebook group. And, like, dude, technology helps so much more than it hurts. It's just a close call a, because we nuked a few people. <laughs> exclamation point. And I think I need to adopt that more because it's the first time I think you went optimistic and I went pessimistic. <laughs> the tables are finally <laughs> turning, bro. Because I'm only... Get on my level, bro. <laughs> I'm only looking at this from a fear-based lens. But you know what? As, as bad as the nukes were... The technology behind all these innovations have been only, like, if you look at cause benefit to uh, whatever the opposite of benefit is, it's been a bigger benefit, you know. The so I think that's going to be the same thing with the AI. As scary as it could be, I think the potential and the aid it's going to give to humanity and civilization is going to be astronomical. And if it makes anybody feel better, the nukes are so analog that AI can't even fucking control them. Like the th- the movies where they launch the nukes, like that that couldn't happen today. Yeah. <laughs> you need like a piece of paper. You need like a punch card. You need a guy to go and push a button and turn keys and shit. And like six like guys have a different piece of paper with the. No, I wish it was that good. Yeah. It, uh, it's sad the security on it sometimes. Jeez. But the point is that. You know what, though? I mean, if something's that smart at that point, it could trick a human into doing its bidding, let's be honest, which was also a movie. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot of good AI movies and a lot of bad ones. But you know what? Shaheen is always optimistic about AI. Maybe he's... uh... He's just always optimistic, bro. <laughs> I don't want to put a lot on his shoulders. I'm sure he's a human being. He's got his ups and downs. But man, he's got a he's got a his soul is smiling ear to ear. When he gets back from India, we'll get him on to break it down to us and to give us some hope for the future. He's, he's in India. I, th- I think now he's in India. If you're listening, I love you, Shaheen. Can't wait to see you, bro. Oh, it's true. You said he's just he's seeing the world. He's, he's gone six months. Just he needs it, bro. He deserves it. Yeah. He's so, his mind is so vast. I want him to consume more. <laughs> yeah. Let's I love ra- you too, bro. Let's wrap this up, brother. Let's fucking... I guess the the lesson here is just we don't know the outcome, so ride the fucking wave. You know, oh, ride the fucking wave of trend and AI and whatever and see where it heads. Because we can't stop this fucking thing. Dude, you're, you're crazy low. Like, look how far yeah, I have to be to be the same. And uh, I'm going to make it my life's mission to fix this audio problem. I'm just going to try to get no, no, money. No, it's literally a setting. 
so that I can pay someone to fix all this shit. Because I want to sit here and just go. And there's no issues. Yeah. Because yeah. we're pushing up to 100 now. Yeah, we're still have fucking amateur issues. It's unacceptable. I'm okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> but it could be better. So we should always work on self-improving. Well, maybe that's the moral of the story. <laughs> you know? The Why does this podcast moral? even need a moral? Just oh, shit. That's deep. No moral today, guys. Just jump in the fucking ice bath. Yeah. Get cold. Get hot. Stay curious. curious. <laughs> <laughs> Love you guys. Right, peace.